Welcome to Scream Queen's Horror Movie Road Trip Podcast. <coughs> oh, there's that lovely familiar sound of our final girl, Miss <laughs> Justine. And you're over here driving us to our final destination, the sole survivor, the birthday boy, oh. Mr. Josh. Happy birthday, bestie. Thanks, bestie. <laughs> I'm just driving the sound booth today on my birthday. We yeah. get to Tell them what we're doing for my birthday today. Oh, I, you want me to tell them? How are you treating me for my birthday? <laughs> well, once again, we have reserved ourselves two spots at the Muskogee Castle Zombie 5K Run. If it's September, that means zombie episode. That means we're going to be running for our lives. We're running for our lives. Are we going to get infected or will we be Soul Survival and Final Girl? Are, are we going to make it? So far, we've never survived. So, Although we've never survived, we're not we've living infected. up. We're not living up to our names at this run. We've <laughs> got to. I'm using my birthday to my advantage today. I'm going to tell the zombies before they grab our ribbons. If you haven't listened in previous years, it is a 5K that you run through. Zombies are chasing you. You have ribbons around your waist, and they try to get your your ribbons. If you make it through the race with at least one ribbon, you get a survivor medal. If you get all your ribbons taken away, you are infected, and we have gotten the infected medal the last couple years. Yes, we have finished the 5Ks every year, but we have just not made it through Those zombies like our ribbons, so as I was saying, I'm using my birthday today to my advantage. I'm going to be like, please, it's my birthday! Don't take my ribbon, it's my birthday! And I'm going to be like, please, don't take my ribbon, it's his birthday! (laughs) She's with me. I'm piggybacking on that shit, bitch. We gotta survive because it's my birthday. So we'll we'll see if that works out for me. Will these zombies be compassionate? Will they... Do they have a heart, or have they already? It's my birthday. Will they want to celebrate? Will they want cake? Will they want to blow up balloons and say, "Sing me a song"? We should have done that. We should have brought like a whole bunch of balloons. Tied them. So you could have just handed a balloon to every zombie that tried to take your, you know, like your little ribbon. It's not too late. It's like we think of these things at the wrong time. Yeah. It's like we're recording episode. I can't stop and get balloons now. We cannot. Surely not. Surely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we are covering the, okay, 1979, 1980s. There's two dates because it kind of released big time with titles that are different in two Tell different them. places. What is zombie it? Zombie or Zombie 2 if you're yeah. in Italy. It's funny. This is our first Fulci movie we ever covered. It's our, our first show. fucking Fulci? And we love some Lucio Fulci. Lucci. Oh, Fulci. We love to, that, to have your mulci. I, I couldn't. What? My mind couldn't rhyme fast I enough. I want a mulci on your so fulci. So I came up with mulci, mulci. <laughs> and I guess we could make it sexual. If you know. we need, I mean. What would mulching be? Like, oh yeah, let's go mulch. I'm gonna go mulch on your. Is it like munching? Munching Rob, mulching? Yeah, maybe. Go mulch or, that pussy. <laughs> Does Lucio Fulci have a pussy? <laughs> I'm, sure he got, are, I'm sure he got plenty. He, yeah, oh. He, oh, oh, you're so naughty. We're being oh my naughty. Goodness. At the top okay. of the episode, we're already throwing out the P word. And Well, it's my podcast. I can do what I want with yeah, it. It's a, our podcast and my party. <laughs> so, it's my birthday. He's got a party like it's his birthday. So yeah, we're covering zombie, the zombie. infamous zombie movie <laughs> directed by Lucio Fulci. Yes. And one thing that kind of sets this apart from a lot of zombie movies at the time is the setting. It, I love how they set it back, like in the Caribbean. It's back where you know they take it to the roots of like voodooism. They take it to the roots. They take it to the roots of take voodooism. Take it to the roots. Take it to the roots. It's not just do. about like a nuclear spill or something, which I mean, come on, Night of the Living Dead. Oh, come Amazing. But I'm just saying it's fun to see something different. I totally agree. But we should explain too that the titles are different yes. if you're in Italy because um, Donna. Was it Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead? uh, One of them had just come out in the U.S. and in Italy, and it had just gangbusters there, so they were wanting to ride on the curtails of, uh, yeah, the movie. So when Zombie was released in Italy in 1979, they released it as the title 
uh, oh, well, Dawn of the Dead, too, yeah. because Dawn of the Dead was called Zombie, Zombie in Italy. In Italy. And so they were trying to, you know, just throwing out a little confusion, <laughs> trying to get people, like you said, piggybacking on that title, on its popularity, so people would go see it. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead would have already come, been out, Dawn of the Dead. So... There you go. There you go. If you're in there's, Italy, it's Zombie 2. There's the movie Rest history. of the world, it's Zombie. But apparently, like, Lucio Fulci didn't even know that no. they were going to do that. I personally know it because, like, one night I was laying on his pillow. And she was like, hey, Luch, tell like, me all about the uh, time. Mulch, let me mulching on you mulching. <laughs> <laughs> like, after we were mulching and mulching. <laughs> tell, tell me about it. Tell me uh, about it, Dad. Um, golly. Okay, let's just keep going. Anyway. We've got nowhere in this. So, here we go. Here we go. We've just been able to the say... The movie starts with a man shooting a body well, bag. Well, let's mention also the music and uh, Mia Farrow's sister. Yeah, Mia Farrow's sister is in this movie, all wild-eyed and... Oh, she is just as doe-eyed as can be. You say doe-eyed, I say wild-eyed. Wild-eyed, like crazy eyes? She looks a little crazy. Oh goodness! She looks. Um, she a looks like unsettled. a little Mia. Yeah, she's always. She's always really concerned about her father. My father? Where is he? I haven't seen him in years, but now I'm concerned. The detached voice that is present in all of this movie, because it's just that's kind of classic Italian filming of yeah, the time. I, I, to I would record like to look into with, that more and see when really, they actually change that. Yeah, so they just kind of record no sound, then go in later, and they, you know, they're dubbing it in a lot of different languages, so they just go ahead and they'll dub it in English, even if maybe they filmed it in English, they'll... Yeah, it's just like a weird tradition of Italian <laughs> filmmaking, like, even if you go back and see old, like, uh, Fellini films, they're done in that style, too. There's always that detachment from the voice to the picture, even if sometimes you can tell they're saying the same dialogue. Yes. Other, it's still, you could tell, not completely insane. Yeah, they could be almost tuned up together, but it's just bye, 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 slightly bye. Di- disembodied. Oh, insane. insane. Uh-huh. But, you know, bye, bye, bye. Hey, Sorry, hey, I had hey. to get a drink. Pardon me, I had to get a drink. She was thirsty, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right, well, let's go ahead and uh, talk about the music. Fabio Frizi. We got some good Solid jams Fabio Fritzi Through this movie uh, There's a a melody That accompanies Most of the kind of action Zombie presence in it That uh, Really tickles her fancy Get it, 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 get it Sound back, sound back Sound bag. Sound bag. Uh, uh, Doing it. Okay. In your face. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Uh, okay. All of (laughs) that last part is not in the movie. It's the essence. It's just what we take from it. It felt right. When we're watching it and twerking, because that music comes on. It doesn't take much to get us twerking, (laughs) really. It doesn't take much for me to just drop a beat wherever I am. We love to drop a beat. Yep. Shake the booties that like were given to us. We like to, you know, do it all. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> drop it like it's not. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's not. Drop it like you've got snot in your <laughs> nose. In your nose. That doesn't rhyme. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Now, let's let's paint a picture for you. Let's let's tell you about this movie. Is this picture going to have happy little trees in it? It's going to have palm trees in it. Happy little palm trees, Happy yes. little palm trees. I, I love the exotic setting. Yes, they definitely did some Caribbean filming. Yeah, a lot of it's in the Caribbean, but I read, I think they shot a lot of it in Mexico. Mexico! Yeah. Ole! Yeah, they did. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes. You heard it here first. Filming folks. locations were just in a few places. New York is one of them. Okay, let's open the film. We open the film with a person kind of masked in shadow holding a gun, firing, shooting towards the camera. And then we see a body wrapped in a canvas yeah. bag rising up. And he shoots it. Shoots! He scores. Got him right in the head. And then it 
goes to the title sequence. And you're like, well, what was that all about? Yeah, he says to a, a person off screen, you, you can prepare the boat now. And then we get zombie and we get the score coming in. We're like, oh, this is going to be something. Twerk, 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 twerk. Melody, let's twerk it out, let's twerk it out. <laughs> Ian McCullough's name is on the screen right then, now. Here we are New York City. Yep. New see, York, New York. And of course it's bittersweet now because you see the Twin Towers yeah, right away. Yeah, they dominate that landscape, uh, that skyline. Those beautiful babies. The city skyline. We know we're in New York City, is what we're saying. <laughs> and you see a boat just floating in the harbor, and there's all this chatter of the police boats, like, oh, there's just an abandoned boat out in the water. And we're going to send somebody to look. Let's go look. And they send these two kind of doofus cops. These harbor police. That, <laughs> I, she that, says harbor police, I say doofus cops. <laughs> and they, like, they aboard the sailboat to investigate and they go below deck uh, or one of them I love goes that below. show on Bravo. Oh my gosh, yes, that it's, is such a great um, show. And this one, who's the captain? Is it Sandy or Lee? I think Zombie. it's Sandy okay, who, when they go downstairs. Katie, like, is it Katie or Hannah? Kate. <laughs> okay, Kate. Oh my gosh, I do love Kate. Anyways, oh, we are going are, on are a we tangent. Not talking, we're not. It's a different no. below deck. I knew exactly where you were going when I was going to say below deck. I almost <laughs> knew you were going to make a below deck Bravo joke and no, they're not paying us. Watch what happens. <gasps> <laughs> um, so we, uh, uh, the patrolmen go below deck and looking around and there's some nasty ass food that hasn't been eaten. It's rotten. There are bugs on the floor. Actually, and... I hate to be this person, but only one of them goes below deck. I already said that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh no, and now I'll take it back. I stand corrected. Yeah, I said the only one goes below deck. One of them stays up there. So alright. So we Shit. got bugs on the floor. We got bugs on there's a piano down there by the way, guys. I thought that was kind of like bougie. Yeah. You just taking a piano on a sailboat. Like that's a lot of weight. Yeah. Baby yeah, got a lot there. of weight. Baby got back. <laughs> Uh, so there, there's like a piano and there's some bugs on the keys and by bugs I mean like worms and stuff and it's like so something's dead un unhealthy and then you see it you see this hand but you don't see anything else but you, it's you, just a hand but you know that hand is dead it's a dead it's hand. It's a dead hand. It's got missing flesh. There's definite some, like, tears. Something was eating it. Something might have been getting some nom-noms You're like, on oh, it. that's why there's worms and unhealthy things. Yeah. There's, there's a rotting a corpse. mess under carriage. And then there's this quick cut to a closet. A zombie busts out, attacks the, the harbor patrol man. He gets nummied on himself. And it's funny and how slow these zombies are, but everyone seems to get in a trance. Everybody's always like, <laughs> You know what? That's not far from the truth. You know what? Actually, I'll go as far as saying you're not exaggerating at all. That's like kind of what happens throughout this whole movie. There's slow as zombies. No, I'm not even going to use the word chase. No one's running. No, nobody is. In fact, there's someone who's <laughs> injured as fuck. And they are just taking their time getting to him. And they just stand there and look at the thing coming towards them. We're like, no. Ah! Like, they could scoot. They could get out of there mm -hmm. and just run. But they don't scoot no boots. Because these zombies are not running. No, they're not. But that doesn't seem to cross anyone's mind. Like, oh, this thing is slow. I'm they're just classic go. undead, like reanimated corpses Old that are just you know, trolling a along. Postmodern running and we're not No, we're not wanting is what I was just saying. We're not wanting. Uh, we're not running like we're going to be in a little bit. So this cop gets eaten. Yeah. Because he doesn't run. <laughs> he stands there and just gets eaten. And the cup. And the cop that's on above deck hears what's going on, and the zombie rises. Uh, rises out from below. And again, the cop just stands there. He does shoot at him, right? Yeah, he shoots at him, and the zombie falls overboard, and it, you know he gets like some shots, and it kind of propel him overboard. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so that's this like first instance that we have is this zombie like, on the boat. There's zombies in New York City. 
we cut to the next scene and it's a man sitting in a kind of you can tell it's like an editorial office it's a newspaper and he's taking a call getting a tip of what's going on at the harbor he's putting the tip in, putting the tip in. well somebody on the phone's putting the, putting tip, the tip in, in. just the tip just though the tip. yeah doesn't um, count if it's just the tip no but it's fun it's a little fun play i guess like <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> a little like a little morning greeting. <laughs> well, how do you do? A little hey there. <laughs> <laughs> like we can all the way, not right now, but. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so he gets a tip <laughs> about the recent uh, incident in the harbor. And so this guy goes and screams for Peter West. So we get Ian McCullough coming up and he's like, yo, I'm Peter West and I'm on the job. Like, I'll go do down mean? to the harbor and see what's going on. He's like, I'm a, I know everything. I know everything. It, can you see through these super tight pants? I'm packing some pretty <laughs> decent meat. Uh, I'm not going to brag, but... I'm the man for the job, okay? I'm going to hold it, and I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> okay, so he takes the job, um, and he heads down to the harbor, and we go to the harbor, and Ann Bowles is there, played by Tissa Farrow. Tissa. Tissa. Tissa Tassa. Tissa Missa. Tassa. <laughs> Tissa Tassa. Tissa Tassa. <laughs> Oh my god. Butchering this up and well, down. The point is she's a pharaoh. She's a pharaoh, okay? She's kind of pharaoh. She's really. just like a little, um, I, almost like she's like a little squirrel that's just kind of like, ugh, erratic and she, like, she looking for her daddy. Eyes. She's got the wild eyes. She's looking for her daddy. Oh my god. Where's her daddy? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I want to find my dad. <laughs> okay, all right. So she's there. She is having to identify the boat as her father's because they can't seem to find like, him. Where's my dad? Where's my father, damn it? And no one knows. And she's, and she's also like, I don't know where he is. I haven't spoken to him in months. He told me he was going to the Caribbean, um, to Antilles, and he ain't he called me, me since. And so, leave it at that. Next scene, we're at the coroner's office. I'm choking, y'all. Yeah, he's choking, man. <laughs> um, we're at the coroner's office, and there's this weird, like banter that's happening between these two coroners that are looking over the body of the the patrolman that had died uh, that had been bitten up and by the zombie on the sailboat and so they're looking yes ma'am they're looking over the body but one you can tell is obviously teaching the other but he is like the world's worst teacher and is always shaking his head at the other person yeah and like just like, what's your hypothesis? And then that's what you've come up with? Like, it's dumb. Stupid! <laughs> You're an idiot! Get the fuck out! He was hardcore. Like you don't that. belong here. <laughs> you can't sit with us. So, as they are looking over the, the body and kind of coming up with the hypothesis of how uh, this person ended up being dead, because. The zombie went into the water, and I'm sure when the policeman was like, yeah, I shot, like, a man who was, like, eating someone, they were like, uh-huh, okay, oh, sure, yeah, that's what you shot, you know, like, so they're having to deduce what happened. I love taking a big deduce. They got deduce <laughs> on this corpse. They're examining the body, and the corpse, um... We see the camera kind of swoop down, and there's the fingers that start to get animated. And we're like, uh-oh, see you later, dudes. You're like, I know you guys are just going to stand there and take it. Yeah. Take it like a man. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yes. 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 Take it like a man. Take it like a man. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, well, obviously we know what's happening at the coroner's office now. There's going to be two more fresh zombies in just a couple of seconds. Uh, we go back to the harbor, and we've got Anne sneaking around on her She's daddy's like, I'm gonna, boat. I'm gonna look at my dad's boat at night, damn it. I'm gonna go see my daddy. I'm breaking the law. I'm gonna try to find some clues by my daddy. It's my daddy's my daddy. And this is where we This boat can... belongs to my daddy. <laughs> I wish that's how she said This, the whole movie. Oh, is this, is this, is this, is this belongs to my daddy. This is my daddy's. God, my daddy. it, yeah, for sure. It would have made her character a lot more interesting. Yeah. So she's like very mealy mouth, like me. my me. dad, but I wanna go find my dad. I'm okay. Tessa, 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 Pharaoh. <laughs> I'm Tessa, Tessa, Mister Massa. <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? I have no idea, but you started it. Started you're like Tessa Fussa. Like Tessa. Okay. So she's investigating. And also, let's just point out this is where it's kind of more Jollo. We get some inspiration. Yeah, it's almost like a Jollo zombie film. I mean Lucio Fulci, that's what he's known for. Is Jollo. But, uh, Everyone. you know, the characteristics of that genre or subgenre are, you know, a detective, an investigation, a mystery. Something's and going on. Something's got to do with something. That's getting set right here. She's gonna, she wants to know what happened to her dad, and she's going to get this detective involved. He's going to get on the boat. They're going to bump each, into each other. They're going to pretend to bump uglies. We'll get into that. Just a yeah. It's a weird scene. It is. He, because, yeah, he also is on that boat, and there is a police officer that's kind of patrolling around, and she bumps into him, and before she can make too much of a ruckus, he covers her mouth, and then kind of sets the scene for, like, hey, that police officer is going to come in here, so we're going to have to pretend that we're, like, a yeah, couple. Yeah, they hear a police officer getting on the boat, he's like, oh, you want to know how, trust, follow my lead if you want to get out of this, do you trust? She's like, oh, okay. So yeah, Do you they, trust me? Yeah, she's like, I met you like two seconds ago. What? But, but they pretend like they're fucking on the boat when the yeah. cop shows up. They're like, oh, we just snuck up on the boat to bump our ugly, our our ugly. They're just doing the tip. The, to put the petty and the puss, the pussy, <laughs> the buddy, <laughs> the petty the and the buddy. Oh my god, oh god. Okay, so. All right, so they did that, and the cop leaves them alone, and they um, they start chit-chatting about how the last time she saw her dad and where he went, and he's like, you know what? There's got to be something to do with something about your missing father and these attacks on the boats where people are saying he's, that he's people interested. are coming to life. Yeah. He's like, I'll help you. So, so we're they, going to the Dominican Republic. So, yeah, they fly... <laughs> First, you see this awesome. I wonder if it was JFK back in like 1979, but it's you could tell at the time it was supposed to be a very modern um, airport hangar or airport yes. um, terminal. It's like all red and super like 60s, 70s, and it's awesome. I love seeing it. But RIP, it's I don't believe it looks like that anymore. No, it's just vintage. <laughs> But yeah, so they fly down to the Caribbean and they're like, we gotta charter ourselves a boat. Let's find somebody. We gotta to find someone. Take us to this island. What is the name of the island? Mamoa? Uh, Matul. Matul. Yeah. We gotta find the island of Matul. Let's go find someone to take us there. And they stumble they do. upon this couple Susan and Brian. They're on vacation. They're going boating. They, yeah, they are avid boaters and scuba divers. And so they were gonna be hitting Titty up outers. all the. Yes, she's a topless scuba diver. So they were like, yeah, they were kind of reluctant because they also had heard of the island of Matul, but they weren't planning on going there because like it scary. sounded scary. And there were rumors that there was an illness that was on the island. And we'll hear lots more about that. People are coughing people, on that island. People got choked. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they ask the couple, they'll pay them. So they say, sure, you can just join us. We'll make it there eventually. And, um, so they, uh, now we've got Susan, Brian, Peter, and Anne. That's the foursome that's happening, the little foursome in the boat. Well, we get to the island of Matul, and we have, 
Dr. Menard. Rhymes with... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Something very un PC. <laughs> Moving along. Menard. <laughs> oh my god, okay, so we have this doctor and he um obviously he's the doctor at the very beginning we can tell because he's having like another moment of having to take out some zombies. Yeah, you're like, oh, like the guy with the gun from the beginning. I forgot yeah. about him. He was shooting body bags. He's earlier. like taking care of these like sick people in this hospital, and they're like truly sick. There's like people in there that have like throw up on them. No one's like bothering no to one's clean like, them off. I'm um, like, get get her a wet rag and clean her mouth. Up. She's like, I'm, I can you imagine like. That you still have the vomit like in your mouth and around you, and it just stinks, and it's in your mouth. It's uh, get her some bottled water. She needs she some rinse. Bottle water. She needs like a wipey. She needs give her a sponge bath. Someone clean rinse. her up. Someone needs a rinse and spit. That's for sure. Then she needs to clean her mouth. So Dr. Menard is also doing research on the illness on the island and then the subsequent like reanimation that happens because yeah. of it. He's like, something is going on. Something has to do with something. But is he leading it on? Is he letting it happen? We don't even know. But he goes home to his like little mansion to see his wife, Paula. Paula. And she's not happy. She is not happy with him at all. In fact, she is pissed. She's, <laughs> She's hearing rumors from all of the like servants that are at the house about all of the villagers that are getting sick and dying and being buried, but then coming back and she's getting frightened. So she wants to leave. And the doctor's like, no, we're not leaving. Uh, you're fine. These are just rumors. And she's like, no, don't fucking gaslight me, motherfucker. I know you're up to something. She's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, you she are is crazy. cackling at him and, and, and acting very berserk. And so, so he hits her. He does what and any warm blooded blue blood American man's gonna do. He's gonna <laughs> knock the shit out of her and let her know who's boss. <laughs> yeah, so that's gonna happen. But no, that's not okay. He hits her and we hate him. We don't like him anymore. We didn't really think we liked him, and we then like, he hit his wife, and we were like, "We don't like him." Body bag. Yeah. Do we like him? So he leaves her. She's all scared, and so she's like knocking back some juice. She's drinking gin and juice. Uh, some gins and some juice, and he returns back to the hospital, and he starts doing these tests, and he is taking the blood out of his veins, his own veins, and then he is mixing it with blood of something else and then putting it under like a microscope. He's doing experiments. He's a scientist in a laboratory, damn it's it. Something crazy's happening to that blood. There's blood problems. We get blood problems. We get blood problems galore and he is saying something about that infected blood and it's he's up to no good. I'm worried like that he doesn't have these islanders Best intent, <laughs> yeah, like at heart. Oh my goodness! He's got ulterior motives. Oh, you want to talk about ulterior motives? Okay. Let's get back to the boat. Oh, uh, what's happening with their motives that are ulterior? There. <laughs> that was the worst segue ever. So, uh, <laughs> the ulterior motives is that we've got a Caribbean queen, <laughs> and she wants to go swimming, topless swimming in the sea. Oh, and you get, like, these shots of her, like, pillowy bush as she's, like, clipping in her scuba gear. And yeah. It's, like, up close. There's, like, just barely a piece of cloth Susan wanted to go suit. scuba diving, so Susan does what Susan wants. She's like, I go swimming with my titties out and my pubic hair long. So she did have ulterior motives because they thought they were taking a boat ride in Matula, and she's like, nope, we're stopping and I'm doing she's some like, scuba diving. She's like, hey, guys, the water is beautiful right here. I'm going to get some good pictures because that's really why I'm on this trip for. I didn't come all this way just for you. <laughs> we're going to see about me for a minute. It's not about you. It's about me. Right now, it's about me and my needs. i got to get my tits out. Hashtag live, laugh, love. My scuba gear on, and I gotta get in that water, okay? Mm -hmm. I gotta, I gotta reconnect with myself. So we have our Caribbean queen who has this epic underwater topless scuba dive scene, 
followed by a near-death shark attack experience, yes. followed by an underwater zombie attack, oh my gosh. followed by a <laughs> shark slash zombie attack. Yeah, the shark and zombie fight. Yeah, while she's down there scuba diving, all of a sudden the shark comes after. So she kind of goes low into the water and she gets under like coral or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, the shark um, attacks her also and hits the boat yes. and stuff. And kind of like we learn damages the boat. And she's like, I got to go back down. Yeah, or he he's going to get me. So she goes back down and goes like to this coral or this rock formation that's underwater. And all of a sudden this hand comes out and this... It's a nasty hand, too. It's like a zombie hand. It's like had been down there for a little bit. It looks bad. Mm -hmm. But it grabs her. And, you know, needless to say, it scares her. Yeah, she I thought would, she was I by herself. I think it would scare me, too. Like, but here you are hanging out by some coral reef, already scared about a shark. scared by a shark. And it's a, a really man. big night. Like, it's a tiger shark. Like, it's a big-ass shark. Um, and we have the zombie underwater that tries to attack her. She fends herself off by taking some coral and, like, jabbing it. it. On his hands. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like, how did that really hurt him? I guess it was rough. Yeah, uh, rubbing it rough. on his face and jabbing it on him, and so... She gets, she away, gets away, and then the shark comes along and grabs him. And I wonder how they filmed this. Because there's a lot of blood, and I know they didn't harm the shark. No, because it's a... It was a shark trainer in the shark that is all choreographed scene... And obviously, he's got this, like, makeup on. It looks so good. The makeup underwater, like, is a really believable, like, real. zombie. And, the, yeah, when the, the shark even rips a zombie's arm off. The zombie's, and, like, punching the shark in the face. It's super it's really cool. Crazy. And yeah, biting. The zombie, like, bites the shark. And there's, like, you know, blood. It's like, uh, uh, you know, he gets a chunk out I of it. I mean, you tell me. Ish. Have you ever seen a zombie in a shark fight before? I haven't. This is also an iconic scary movie scene that's in some lists out there of the 100 scariest movie moments. The eyeball scene is the scene they show in that. Yes. <laughs> um, let's get to yeah that, that right now. That's coming up. So We get some more titties. We get soon. some yeah we's about to get some more titties. So Susan is saved because the shark and the zombie they start attacking each other. Susan gets up there and she's like, I saw... There's a man. There's a man down there. I saw a man. It was a man. Because she's very frightened. I saw a man. I saw a man. There's a man down there. A man down there. Her line delivery is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're like, that. oh, what? You saw a man just hanging there's out? There's like, there. There's a man down there. She doesn't say anything about the fact that like he didn't have scuba gear Trying on. That he tried to bite her, that he had, ended up fighting with the shark, like none of that, just... Like the shark and him are duking it out right now. There's a man down there. So a man. So oh, a man. Okay. So we get back to the Menard, oh, Menard residence, yeah. Powell is there taking a shower, and we get some point of views coming in from the window, which I surmise is zombies outside yeah, her window. Peeping toms, you know those peeping tom zombies, they're the worst. Like you're just trying to take a shower, you got your tits out, you got your balls untucked, you're like, damn. I'm looking good. Fuck. You know, because when I whip my dick out, yeah. it's sometimes you got your penis pump out. It's been tucked for so long <laughs> that I just like whoop. Like that's your private time. You don't want no any zombie just No peeping toms for me. I mean I like those consensual zombies. I don't like these peeping Tom zombies. That's rude. Hashtag. Hashtag, Hashtag zombie rude. Too. <laughs> zombie too. Oh my zombie gosh. Too. Okay. Um. So she though is drying herself Titty off. Josh. She does dry her titties. Well, she off. does dry her titties. Hey, I didn't write it. A woman wrote this. Yes, I know? understand that a woman I, wrote it. She wrote the titties in it, I guess, or maybe that's just Lucio Fulci's. I'm like... thinking it's Lucio Fulci, <laughs> but okay. So she gets out the shower, dries herself off, hears strange noises, and goes to investigate it. And the door starts to try to open. And she's like, hell no, I'm going to block this door. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put stuff up against it. I'm going to try my best. Fingers creep out from behind the door and they're gross, gnawed on she's looking fingers. She's trying to push them. She 
chops them off with the door. Yep, then she tries to barricade herself in and put like a, a vanity or like, a chest Come of on, drawers girl. like in front of the door. You're like one of the voices of reason in this movie. It doesn't happen and then the zombie punches his arm through the door and the door frame splinters. Yes. And he grabs, yeah, grabs her, her and he's pulling her closer and closer to this big shard of wood that's at a point pointing right into her face. And he pulls her close and her eyeball goes right into it. I mean, there's no saving the eyeball. Just in case you were wondering, like, maybe she could go to, like, an ophthalmologist and they No, could... but, you know, on the bright side, she gets to pick out a really pretty glass eye. That's true. Or she could even rock a whole bunch of different eye patches. That's true. She could get embroidered ones. Mm -hmm. She could get monogrammed ones. I'd make her one. She could have, like, little cardboard ones that, like, children could paint on. Yes. She could could really have a good time. Like, make little ones out of cardstock, and then kids could put, like, stickers on them. notes. And she's like, today, little Johnny wrote this for me. I'm putting it on. (laughs) It's really uplifting me. I had to read it with my other eyes. Or, you know, she could have horror movie ones. Yeah. Or All she kinds. could have a patch that looks like an eye. Do you have a patch that looks like an eye? That's, you didn't know that I have an <laughs> Actually, right and then you <laughs> Oh my goodness, okay. So anyway, she gets impaled through her eyeball, and then she gets pulled through more, and she gonna get eaten. She's dead. I mean, she's dead. Girl like, is dead. Our voice of reason I, Here again, gone. I feel like she could have fought maybe a there's a lot of just standing there. There's not, a lot of shock involved. She actually does more than most. Yeah, she, she barricaded a door. Yes. Most of them don't even do that. No, you're right. Most of them don't even move. She. Yeah, they do sometimes just stand there in shock and like, ah! Like, yeah, it's true. Half-hearted screams. That is some mouth truth. Mouth truth, okay. So, the foursome arrive on the island and, uh... When they get there, they kind of look their boat over. It's been acting funny since they got in the little cove. And, uh, yeah, I guess when the shark attack happened, it, the shark hit the boat and caused some damage. And they're going to need to, like, patch it up. So they need help. They're going to shoot a flare into the air and see who comes to their aid. That rhymed, flare in the air. A flare in the air. And guess who comes to their aid, Josh? Do you know who comes to their aid? Oprah. Uh, yep. Matthew McConaughey. And him. Yeah, they both... Okay, so Oprah, Matthew McConaughey, and, uh, who else? Um, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, yeah. Bill Gates show up, all three of them, and then Dr. Menard. Dr. Menard. (laughs) So, we got Dr. Menard that shows up. He's like, I saw your flare in the air, and I just couldn't wait to see... Who else was going to be dying on this island tonight? <laughs> and so they're like, "Yes, our boat we'll has been tonight. attacked and by a shark, and we were coming here trying to find our father. No, not all of our father, just my father. We're I'm Tessa. I'm Tessa. I'm Tessa. Poor, poor girl. I mean, we butchered her fucking name." Well, she's a bitch. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> and she we, deserves it. We love her. Okay, so so when Dr. Menard finds out that it's Tissa, he's like, oh, girl, or Anne. He's like, oh, girl, let me tell you about your father. I shot him. Yeah. <laughs> Long story he short, sickness, I... Yeah. Okay. So he tells her all about how there's this illness on the island brought on by, some say, this voodoo witch doctor that like now all the people are getting sick and then they're getting reanimated and coming to life and he you know he had to shoot him and like her dad and him were trying so hard to find a He's cure. Like, it's been a, a whole process. It's okay. been insane. Can you just help a sister out? <laughs> and so Can you help a Menard out. Then your dad tried to be like a guinea pig and he injected himself. That and didn't go well. That didn't go well because he ended up dying. It's just been a series of unfortunate events. Um, so, and yeah, again, sorry about this, but I shot him in the head. Um, okay, so moving forward. It could be helped. Um, how can I help you guys? Oh, wait, I'm busy. I'm running this hospital. Can you take my car and check on my wife, please? So Thanks. Like, okay, sure. So they arrive and they find her dead because she just got her eyeball 
poked out. But they're sitting there just munching on her too. But what's the really zombies are, what yeah. really gets me is how much meat comes off of her wrist. A ton. A ton. Like yes. one of them grabs like her wrist area, and I'm like, man, that is a meaty wrist. Because she was a very small, s- small framed woman, very thin. W- so if you ever have to eat somebody, go for the wrist. Wrists are where it's at. That's where you're packing a lot of that hidden meat. Mm-hmm. Hidden meat tree. Got that hidden meat tree. <laughs> Three um, meat tree. Yeah, like I just also like so they get there on the island and they need help. She finds out her dad's dead, and then the doctor's just like, uh, yeah, um, I'm kind of busy. Could you go check on my wife? And they're like, yeah, we have the time. And then here we, we go again. Anything. As they find her dead, the zombies come into the house. And what do they do? They stand there for a second, like, ah! It's like this weird face-off between... Five zombies. And five zombies that are walking at a snail's pace, and them just standing there, all holding on to each other in shock. Like, ah! Oh! Ah! No! Oh! oh, oh, oh ah! And they even oh. do this thing where they, like, almost put their necks towards the zombie. Like, ah! They put their heads back. They're like, oh, here's like, my neck. We're Bye ready. right there. By right there, it'll look good on. It'll get. We'll get a good shot of on that on the camera. Okay, so they all run. They do run out. They make it to the car, and then they start to drive off. And there's another zombie that's in the road, and they drive off the road, and they get the car hit by a tree. That's yeah, they dead. knock that zombie. When they hit that zombie, it's pretty hilarious. Yeah. He's like, bing. He, he goes flying. Bling. And then for some reason, that really throws them off the road. Oh. That's what I, yeah, like, because... It's almost like he just turns the wheel erratically once he hits something. And overcorrects, and then (laughs) damage is done. And then Peter, who's sitting in the back seat, somehow gets injured during the car accident in his ankle. His ankle! And so now they are, like, helping him, or what did I call him? Did I call him Peter? Okay, yeah, Peter got his ankle hurt. So uh, they're all now on their walking feet making their way through the island and making we their way get downtown while faces passing a palm out song break song break and we get a break uh we get some good shots of the village and all of the overtaking of the zombies that are just running around through the village running amok it's no longer Matul as we knew it once I don't think I want a vacation in Matul. Not um, right now, anyway. If I like, had to choose, I'd stay away. Those slow-moving ghouls are going to get me. Yes. Okay, so now we're in the jungle, and they're trying to make their way through, and we come upon this, like, old cemetery, and uh, Brian, with all of his knowledge of the island that we didn't know he had... He's like, oh, these are the cemetery of the conquistadors. Yes, the conquistadores, he says. (laughs) He's funny because he didn't take you for a man who's got some knowledge so central to Matul. And then while they're doing this, Tissa Tassa and the other Mr. Man decide just to lay down for a minute. Oh my God, and make out. They're like, let's just lay here and make out. This is appropriate time. It's not weird that all this is going on around us and we're just like want to lay down and make out in the cemetery but as they do so a hand comes out from the earth and grabs his leg right yeah his his ankle that is, is already hurt um and they start screaming again and, he, and then the zombie puts the tip in he puts the tip he screams even louder yep screaming even, there's a lot of screaming and uh, so they get, they both get attacked because they're in a cemetery making out. There's like literally decaying bodies everywhere that are coming alive. And then we have Susan and Brian and they're getting attacked. But Susan is acting like such a fucking Susan about it. Susan. She stands there and just takes it. She's another one of the ones that's like, ha ah, ha ah, ah, no, ah, I forgot to care. Sorry. Doesn't even she, you know, puts her neck, head back, reveals her neck, so he gets a nice, fresh, meaty bite. Blood, ah! blood goes everywhere. You get that bloody blood. Blood blood. That red bottle. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Bloody blood. <laughs> red leather, bloody blood. So okay, we're down um a friend. She's 
gone. And, of course, you know, that's Brian's wife. But they're all like, she's dead, Brian. Let's go. Let's go, Brian. Get no, over it, Brian. tell her bye. God damn it, Brian. What are you acting, Brian? Oh. She's fucking dead, dude. Would you Get stop acting him. like a Brian, Brian? She, she just died two seconds ago. Get over it, Brian. And her name was Susan, okay? We just can't. We just can't. Can't do it. So they head out. They leave Susan. They're on the island. And they head back to the hospital to find the doctor. And when they get there, they've got to, like, barricade themselves up because the zombies are coming. And, and they're trying to get, like, supplies and things. Like, he's like, grab them some bottles. I don't know. Are they just going to throw the bottles at they them? They were going to make Molotov cocktails. That's right. And he's like, grab more bottles. Yeah. And we get another girl in the barn who... And she's just, like, a worker there. Somebody, yeah, she's right? the nurse of the and barn. And she does the thing, too, where she just stands there and starts screaming. He comes in and, like, punches a zombie out. Helps her and then tells her, well, grab that and then let's go. As she's grabbing that, a zombie comes back and grabs her and bites her neck. She reveals her neck to him. A lot of just like standing there and screaming, and like, oh, here's my neck. Would you like a fresh Hi, bite? Hi, do you need a bite? Hi. And Menard, it's funny, when they get there to the barn, um, he quickly like asks about his wife, and they're like, nah, she didn't make it. And he just goes on about like this big rant about like the undead and oh, how he can't fix this, and you know, he's gonna figure it out. It's all about him, guys. He's like a classic narcissist. He wanted to like find a disease that he could cure. And I don't think it's going to happen for him. Um, and then the, the, we get a full-on attack. We get the Molotov cocktails. The barn is on fire. The barn is this on fire. Barn is on fire. <laughs> Menard himself gets attacked, like, in the face. He gets his face eaten oh, off. Baby. Not There's... in the face. No, he'll never be a teen model. Oh, no. Uh, everybody's just getting chomped on. It's uh, except for our last three, like our, our threesome. We had our foursome, but um, Susan acted like Susan. So. so this polyamorous relationship, she's getting chiseled away. Just bye, girl. Bye. So now we just have those three. Every, all the medical people have died. The little hospital is nothing now. Everybody's so on fire. They get on the boat and just try to leave, right? Well, they are escaping through, and then they run back into Susan, who's reanimated, and yeah. she bites Brian. Yeah, and like, then you're coming with me, bitch. Peter shoots Susan, and then they get on the boat. They, they put Brian on the boat, and they're having this like co like conversation about why they're doing it. He's like, "We gotta take them, or they're not gonna believe us." They're you know, they're not going to believe that there's these people that are being reanimated, and we're we're going to have to take them as proof. We got to show them. They get the boat, and they're out to sea, and then they check the radio, and there's an announcement coming on that says like New York City's been overtaken with zombies. We're like, oh damn, the one that got so, pushed in the harbor must have swam ashore and been attacking people. Yeah, well, and the coroner's office, yeah. like, the, so you know, zombies just spread. They're but mating. here they were safe in this boat, but they put Brian on the boat, so like, he's yeah. probably gonna try to get them and eat them. They're gonna have to fight him off. Well, that's where it ends, and then it goes into New York City, and we see New York City kind of being overtaken by zombies. Yeah, I think they're on the Brooklyn the bridge, bridge or the George yeah. Washington. I don't know my New York bridges, damn it. But they're on a bridge going into Manhattan, and you just see these zombies walking across, and you're like, oh, fuck, y'all. <laughs> and you can tell it's, you know, pretty low budget, um, because... Uh, down below you can see like cars and traffic still going and like the New York didn't stop just so Fulci could shoot his little movie yeah, so he didn't have that, uh, didn't have a big budget power to shut shit down but there that you shuts, are that shut shit down power he didn't have that he didn't have that shut shit down power no 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 so we're done the movie's over. We get the dun 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 We're heading to the zombie run. We're gonna be listening to some awesome zombie music. We're gonna be chased by zombies. Check out our Instagram. We're yeah, we'll save our stories. stories, and we'll be right back with the second part of this episode. So check in just a few tits. Bye.
made it. We just ran a 5K, bitches. Yeah. And guess what? Our asses are still infected. <laughs> and let me just say, it was a hot day today. Oh my gosh, my pits are stanky. We are infected. That brown water at the end of the uh, race where you climb the slide to kind of celebrate that you finished looks so nasty. I was like, hail to the no. Hail to the no, no, no. Give me my metal. Give me my clip bar. Give me my water. Like, I'm out. Give me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Sign a thing. There's so much hiking. It's, walking. It's not. Running. Yeah, it's like it's running, but then all of a sudden, you know, like it's uneven. So there you are trying to navigate around all the knolls all over the floor and the ground. I hate those fucking knolls. And all those little <laughs> notches all in the floor and the holes in the ground. And, and the green grass grew all around, all around. And, and the, the green, green grass grew, grew all around. There was a hole. There was a hole. Those fucking zombies. They were running at me. I never did see. Went up a hay bale or two or three. Yeah, we did a few of the obstacles more than we usually do, and we ran our little hearts out and walked our little farts out. And yeah. We had a good time. They got us. There were more zombies than usual. Me telling them it's my birthday backfired. I actually got pissed right at the beginning because he was. It was pissed. probably what two minutes into the race, and I had these two zombies kind of tag team me. Yeah. And grab chat, and then not in the way that we like. Not liked, the way I wanted. So. And they grab two out of the three ribbons, like, back-to-back. Back. And they don't usually do that kind of shit. Like, they, no. you'll notice some of the zombies will kind of, like, kind of come at you, but not really even try to get your ribbon. It's like they know that you're there to have fun, and they want you to have fun. So taking all your ribbons in the first two minutes means the rest of your three miles, you have no challenge. You know? You're just running. And so they the did that. The zombies don't interact with you as much because you don't have anything to lose. And then when we came down the hay bell, they were holding... We, you had to climb up on and get on these hay bells and walk across them. And then when you came down, they were actually zombies holding this um, park bench that you had to kind of come down on, step down onto, because it was wobbling. So they were holding it for everybody. But And everybody had to kind of go down slow. And they were not taking people's ribbons while they were doing that. But they took mine. <laughs> and so they're right at three minutes into the race. They had already taken all my ribbons. And I was pissed off. I was like, well, this sucks. This isn't fun anymore. But then we round the corner and these nice zombies were like, hey, that sucks. You don't have any ribbons. Here's some. Yes. And gave us some ribbons. Gave us a couple more ribbons. Even gave Justine because at that point she was down to just one. Mm -hmm. So it's like they were getting a little ribbon happy this Yeah, and year. they gave me two ribbons. So then I was back to having all three. And, and then we lost them again. And that just goes to show that even with other ribbons, like, they really do. They come. It's, I don't even know. At the end you. you sign the board that says survivor or infected. And the survivor board's a lot smaller. And I'm even surprised there's even one name on that survivor board because they just, they're kind of ruthless. Yes. And like, we thought that going later in the day, it would be less hot, but it's just Oklahoma heat. It's still summertime. So it was nice and toasty. Hot, hot heat. And then we thought that there would be, zombies would be exhausted, but in fact, there were more zombies this year. And I so. think the heat actually was pissing them off and making them ornery. So they making were them like, like oh, no. I'm gonna get your ribbon. Like I said, I think saying like it's my birthday, don't take my ribbon backfired. They just they really wanted that ribbon. They're all like, oh yeah, you punk ass bitch, birthday boy, I'm getting your ribbon. I'm getting your ribbon. Yeah. So and there's let's see, what is there anything else to talk about? Oh, there was this big dragon. There were a lot of things that they had out in preparation for their haunt that they have. Yeah, it's a really cool location the, called the Muskogee Castle, and they do, like, renaissance fairs. There's, um... It's all outdoors. Yeah, it's all outdoors, but there's, uh, buildings and facades of, like, medieval renaissance, mm -hmm. um, structures, like castles and shops and apothecaries and shit like that that's there year-round. You're but, at a castle, guys! So, it, it's actually really fun to run around through, but they did, they had a lot more props and stuff out, kind of like they were showing off, like, hey, come back! Uh, in a month for all of our haunts this all Halloween. All the haunted trails and stuff Here's some have. things you might see along the way, you know. So that was fun. It ended up being a really fun race, even though I got pissed off in the first three minutes. Yeah, I they made like, up for it. Yeah. We got our medals, we signed our board, we got the hell out of there. Here we are. Here we are. I'm hot and sweaty and gross. <sighs> Trying to cool off. Changed a bit and... 
I didn't change, just... but Justine like de-drawered right in front of me. Oh, jeez. I was like, lady, put on some pants. Oh, gosh. Lady. Such a prude. <laughs> Anyways, description city. I, like, I did not sign up to see our, you our final a girls. waiver. Our final girls cooter today. <laughs> Stop it. That is not even true. You're going to go around thinking that you like saw my cooch, which if you did. And then you got really then... weird and you winked at me and pinched a nipple. I was like, Justine. <laughs> that is. That is so what so, happened. So many lines. Exactly right what there. happened. A rundown of today's events. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and start talking about our fave scenes. I mean, let's get back into Lucio Pulci zombie. Is it is it obvious that like titties out? Yeah, I mean, water escapades. There's is, so many good things about this movie too, even though it is so over the top and cheesy. Like we were saying earlier, I really like the Caribbean location you know you get this really like exotic locale you have palm trees and zombies and zombies on the beach zombies in the water i love that lots of blood and gore where they're all rising that uh, zombie yes. melody is coming on and they are like coming out of the graves coming out when of susan gets killed susan and i like when even though all the ladies do put their head back and they're like here here's my neck the special effects are cool. Like, they yes. rip the flesh, the blood going face. everywhere. It's a beautiful, bright red blood. Mm-hmm. Very Italian. Italiano blood, though. Oh, blood, though? Blood, Are you though. sure that's... Italiano that's not, blood, like, though. Mamma mia. No, okay. Mamma mia. Italiano diarrhea. Okay, so, fave scenes. Um, I'll go. I'll talk my fave scene voice. Fave scene, your um, opinion. I'm going fave scene at first. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with like the underwater topless scene yeah. with the shark attack. It's a lot of fun. It's also super creepy. There you are. You're thinking that you're kind of safe from the potential threat, which is this shark. <gasps> and then all of a sudden, there's just a zombie underwater. What? Didn't know that could happen. Thanks, Fulci. Well, that scene really plays with expectations because you're not thinking there's going to be a zombie down in the water. Great you think, expectations? You think it's just some weird gratuitous scene where all the guys on board are ogling her breasts and she's like, here, I'm going to go swimming. You think it's just a moment so you can see some titty, you know, or two. Titty or two. Then it becomes this cool underwater horror scene that you've never really... Witnessed anything like that before. I've never seen one, a lady with her tits out, her gorgeous breasts, um, breasts, breasticles. Are you saying you saw that just earlier? Well, I mean, when I go scuba diving, <laughs> I always go with my tits out. So, but I, I guess I'm saying I relate, but I've never seen it before. So it was really good to see myself on screen. You know, no, I'm not alone. You're it's not all, alone. It's all about representation. You're all up there, all of you. But. And then you get the zombie. Then you yes. get the zombie fighting a shark. And you get... It's amazing. And then Justine, one of our favorite things, water blood. Blood, water. Blood, water, water, blood. blood. You listened to our Jaws 2 episode. You, you know, saw all the water blood. You then. know we love the water blood. Mm-hmm. So there's some good water blood. There's lots of good water blood. There's <laughs> also just like this idea that there is a shark attack, a zombie attack, a lady doing some pirouette underwater with no top on. It's wonderful. It's a very well choreographed. It's, so, it becomes, um, it's like scene. a scene that starts about like freedom and feeling free in your own body to becoming a scene about like, oh shit, while I'm down here free in my own body, somebody's trying to kill this body. Um, be munching on me, be munching rip, on these teeth. They're trying to rip it up. Okay, so that's a really fun scene. And you also get some pillowy bush in that scene. Slight bush, not a lot. Guys, let's not run with it, okay? <laughs> okay all right, moving on. Fave scene. Gone. Are you going? My fave scene. Where are you going? I don't know where I'm going because, of course, everybody's fave scene is the, the underwater. Yeah. Or scene. the. But of course, the eye poking—that's a good scene, too. When she gets her eye poked. Mm, or maybe the. I'm just kidding. Like, or the, I, uh, I really <laughs> like towards a... the end where they get to the island, they go and check on the wife, find her dead. And then they're like, we're just going to lay here and, like, make out. And all, <laughs> in that cemetery. And you get that music and all the zombies start rising. You get Susan who gets, again, all these people get hypnotized by the zombies and cannot move an inch to save their own lives. 
And you get that really cool Susan kill. That's like one of the best neck bites. That's in the a movie. neck bite. He pulls to ribs. Trump you all see like bites. the tendons. And it's the skin. squirting out. That blood just. Get that squirt, 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 squeak, squeak, squeak. There goes the blood. Squeak, squeak, squeak. There goes the blood. Squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> We're delirious now and hungry ourselves. Delirious and hungry. Um. All right. Well. So yeah. Uh, good, some good scenes. Yeah, that's a, I, I think kind of those are some of the best, but there's a lot of fun there are. scenes. The attack at the beginning of the boat, and just like kind of the bumbling cops are like, oh, down here, and you're, they just kind of act a little stupid. And you get the beautiful New York City skyline in the background. Yes, also the Caribbean shots where it's just the village that's empty, you'll see a zombie passing by, but you know, the palm trees and the ocean out there and the shoreline, it's all very pretty. That's one of my favorite aspects of the movie is the location set in the tropics. Just adds for, you know, something new, something different. Yeah, into that voodoo lore as well that they're trying to introduce and say is kind of bringing on the illness of the village. A lot of people are skeptical, like, that's kid shit. That doesn't Voodooism. sound like very sound information to me. But shit, those people are zombies. And voodoo, Something's witch happening. doctors, they're on the island, be doing something, and something got to do with something. Something's got to do with That's something. That's the thing, is that we never find out, because everybody dies and leaves the island, and then, you know, the zombies are overtaking New York City. So maybe that's it. We're not ever going to really know why yeah. zombies... And we're not completest of the zombie series. So yeah. we haven't seen the Zombie 3, which is really Zombie 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so should we go ahead and maybe mention what we're going to be doing next? Well, we need to do knife rating. Oh, yeah, yeah, Badge. knife rating. How dare oh, no. you? I even have it written down, too. Right, I just thought of it two seconds ago. Today. I'm oh, going to go four knives. Four knives it's, for Mr. Josh? It's a fun Lucio Fulci flick. It's You get everything you expect out of it. You get those giallo italian murder mystery vibes but in this case the mystery and the murder is really taking place by zombies and a mad scientist doctor that's creating them on the island borrowing almost from other genres too Mm -hmm. mad scientists but it being zombies and the location in the tropics and you get underwater you know nudity scenes that Mm -hmm. end with shark fights and Yes. Yes, four I agree. Knives. I'm giving four <laughs> knives as well. I, oh my god, we agree. Uh, we agree, and I, we agree across the board. I do feel like for other movies that are going to come after it, it's inspirational, and um, it's a, a a telling of the voodoo zombie story that we haven't really gotten full a full story on yet. So that was nice. I mean, it, when it came out back then in eighty got to experience and but I did myself because I but it still even kind of feels new because nowadays you know most zombie things are very either urban or rural you know mm-hmm. it's either in a city or out in the country people trying to survive this one's on a fucking this one's on island. island like it's just it's fun yes another zombie movie we once covered that was on an island was um with Killian Murphy well, yeah, a big island. Yeah, England. a big-ass <laughs> island. Um, a tropical island. Yeah, so check it out. That was how many weeks later? 28, <laughs> 28 days. days. That was days Four later. weeks later. <laughs> 28, 28 days weeks left. later. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't covered that. A lot of yet. stuff happens later. Yeah, later on. They so, need a movie called Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, currently, yeah, what's currently. happening? <laughs> uh, um, uh, it we should ourselves just do another like zombie four back in the Caribbean. Yeah. Italiano style. Alright guys, so four knives and that's it. Yeah, we'll be back next month with our Halloween-esque episode. Where we're covering Dracula, Bram yeah. Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Episode 45 is gonna be Bram Stoker, Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Francis, if you're nasty. If you listened last year when we covered Dracula, we tried to go to this castle in an area called Turner Falls in Oklahoma. 
but if you listen, you know that we, it got rained out. It's the only time we've done a trip where we showed up and couldn't do what we said we were on our way to do. It's flooded, guys. So, so we're, we're going back. We're going, going back. We're back, going to this damn back, castle back, on a waterfall. Turner Falls. Turner Falls. Okay. Back, back. So uh, catch us next month for that. And take care of yourselves. Listen. Uh, and rate and review us. Go back and listen to other episodes. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you listen. Really helps us out. We need you. We need you. Check out Zombie. It's on Shutter. Check out ScreenQueensPodcast.com. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Check you out. Okay. Bye. Bye.